Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, featuring Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Hello, and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside of me is Mr. Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. That's right, folks. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all around the world. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com. As there's so many great articles and blogs on the site for you to enjoy, make sure you check it out, and feel free to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, everything at Cannabis Talk 101. You can call us anytime at 1 800 420 1980. And you can follow that guy right there, my brother from another mother blue at the number one, Christopher Wright. Hello. And you can always catch me on the gram at Joe Grande 52. And if you guys haven't checked out MC Nutraceuticals, you guys, as they are the largest global supplier of cannabinoids, they focus on bringing brands the highest quality input materials for their customers along with same day shipment. For their raw materials, take advantage of their 24-hour shipping and explore their high-quality third-party tested cannabinoid products made in the United States of America by visiting their website, mcnutraceuticals.com, or call them directly at 1-800-685-8084 is the number there. Give them a call and, you know, let them know, hey, you heard on Cannabis Talk 101. You just wanted to call and say what's up. Today on the podcast, Blue, we've got a special guest here. I mean... This guy's from an American entity that brings people together through the essence of an ice cold beverage. Hello. I mean, Lord knows we've been <laughs> seeing this type of company, folks, a long time. Joining us via Zoom is Paul Weaver, the head of cannabis and the director of Boston Beer Company. Who knew? That yeah. Boston Beer Company <laughs> would have a cannabis branch, right? I like it. And if you're one cannabis Ooh. beer company, who are they, right? The makers of the brands such as Samuel Adams. Hello. Twisted Tea. Yes. A Angry Orchard. I mean, <laughs> Blue's personal favorites. The truly, <laughs> he's had me pick him up before I go to his house several times, and I don't even drink, folks. <laughs> this is Joe, true. Joe, can you pick up a couple cases of Trulies, please? <laughs> right there at the Target by the house. You're coming? Yes, Thank I got you. that. For over 35 years, their mission has remained the same. Seek long-term profitability growth by offering the highest quality product to the U.S. beer drinker. There's a great company, you guys. Today, they are here to give us a bit of insight on teapots. They're new cannabis-infused iced teas that have hit the markets and blowing expectations out of the water in a major way. I can't wait to try these things. I am so excited to be like, oh, Paul laced us up. Ooh. But be sure to check them out, you guys. <laughs> BostonBeer.com is the website. DrinkTeapot.com or follow them on IG, Boston Beer Careers, or DrinkTeapot at, excuse me, Drink Deep Teapot. For more info, without further ado, please give it up for Paul Weavers yes, in the building. What's up, Paul? How are you, Paul? For Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for having me on the greatest cannabis talk show in the known universe. Uh, I know you guys are up to great stuff down there in Southern California, so thanks for having me. Well, it's good to have you on the show, Mr. Arizona State University. I love that you went there. Uh, it's a good school, party school, fun time, and you've advanced Pitch, your that career. Is the Pitchforks? Yeah, uh, yeah, Arizona State. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he partied hard so, out there. You could already tell. And, you know, just to give people some background well, on you, yeah. you're with Canopy Growth as well. So you come from a cannabis background. You also worked with Coors. So you have that beer background and the cannabis background. I think it's a perfect hire from the Boston beer company to grab Smart. a guy like you with that background that I see on your LinkedIn, which is so interesting to be like, wow, what a perfect fit for this new role that he's doing there. 
is are you the first to take this over with this company? Because I mean, we've been waiting to hear when, you know, the Boston exactly. Beer Company, when Marlboro, when yeah. Kirkland. We, we, we embrace we, it. We, we embrace it. We know it's happening. But now you're part of the big ships. You know yeah. what I mean? And when you heard, got a call from this company, did they hire you off top to run the cannabis industry as you came from Canopy? Or how did, did this process over? go? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Boston Beer Company, uh, you know, my mom's from Boston originally. I did go to Arizona State, which is a drinking school, not with a football problem. That's kind of the summary of Arizona State. Not, <laughs> not Actually, not that much of a, not that much of a pot, pot uh, school when I was there. Um, but, you know, I started in the yeah. beer industry. Then I um, moved to Canada and got a chance to work for Canopy Growth Corporation to lead product innovation there and really got the bug uh, for for the cannabis industry and, and really fell in love with the plant and joined the mission, joined the cause, just like I'm sure you guys and a lot of your guests do. Yeah. Oh, sick. Is that a dog? What's the dog's name? Oh, that's Teddy right Teddy there. The Little dog. Teddy. Teddy the show. He's an Teddy? golden mini doodle. I just pulled out Teddy. my head. Golden mini doodle. Um, yeah. And then in 2021, I met the, uh, uh, the leadership of Boston Beer, Dave Berwick and uh, Jim Cook and Robert Vale. And they were interested in getting into cannabis. But, you know, for us as a publicly traded company, we can't really touch the plant in America right now. So how do we get our sea legs and establish uh, our unique way of doing cannabis in anticipation of American legalization? And for us, that meant Canada. So I was already living in Canada at the time and it really just worked out. So we uh, we set up this subsidiary based here in Canada to prepare uh, a product pipeline for a one day launching in America. And then um, we launched this product called Teapot, which is a line of cannabis infused iced teas. And it's uh, it's crushing it. It's the best selling cannabis tea in the country. It's the best selling edible in the province of Quebec. And uh, we can't wait to, to launch it in our home market of America. But for now, we're, we're up here in Canada, just getting it right uh, and uh, and dialing in, launching new flavors, uh, expanding new markets. It's been a lot of fun. You know, this is going to be a, a, you know, a, a magic ball, right? When, when, when does this hit? When do you believe this hits um, the legalization, Paul? I mean, are, are you looking at it like, you believe, I mean, obviously you have to be anticipating that it's going to be coming soon. Um, we know that the United States market is, is once you break that market, you, you know, you break all markets, right? Um, so what, what, what are your thoughts on legalization? Even the company, feel because yeah, that's company, such a big company some, some you guys to have jump to in the game. Right? Yeah. yeah, you have to yeah. be preparing for it. Well, I think, one, I think, um, you know, I was living in Canada in 2017 when they announced the pending legalization of cannabis. And then there was this, one day it was illegal, and then the next day it was legal, and there was this singular moment of legislation. And I think what I'm coming to terms with, and I think a lot of us are coming to terms with, is that's not the way it's going to work in America. There's not going to be some singular moment yeah. of legalization, at least not that has that much impact. Instead, it'll be this systematic dismantling of prohibition. You know, there's a sure. difference between like legalization and dismantling of prohibition, uh, and and I think that's the path we're on here in America. So call it rescheduling and then banking and then um, well said. a farm bill here. And I, I think that it's a question of at what level of dismantling uh, is the risk level low enough where publicly traded companies like Boston Beer uh, can can access the market and um, and not compromise our core business that we've been doing for 40 years with shareholders and, and, uh, and lots of loyal drinkers. So the other thing to keep in mind, you know, we sell Twisted Tea, for example. And Twisted Tea is the number 10 best-selling beer in America. It's pretty crazy. So the best number 10 by the way. It's Twisted a great, Tea. Great drink. But top that, 10. That took top 10, maybe, but it took 20 years to get that number. So we're a patient organization. We're brand builders. We are craftsmen at our core, and we try and focus on making a great drink, selling that through a great brand, and allowing it to find its own loyalty and its own uh, its own path. So I think for us, just because we can doesn't mean we will. We're a patient organization and we think we're onto something really special with our teapot brand. And Paul, with the teapots and the Boston Beer Company, as they hire you to bring you on there, it looks like you started there uh, a couple years back, right? 2021, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, 2020, and yeah 2021 is when we set up this subsidiary. So yeah. that being said, was it already late named teapot? 
Or did you come <laughs> in and say, you know what? Let's call it teapot. Like, yeah, and where, where where did this come from? Pot. When I mean, you I came, I like it. I, I love it. I like it's, teapot. It's a I great mean, spin. There's a good twist you know, in the words, a play on the words, very and it's still like just when you cool and simple, just, like just when you just when you thought we'd run out of every weed pun. Yeah, yeah. We found one more. One more, one more. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, like you just, man, we figured it yeah. out. Here's one for you. Yeah, no one uses it. Is. I it mean, is. You no, you know, I think brilliant. The, the the path of creating teapot first started with a great drink. We actually made a great tasting cannabis infused iced tea first, and then we was like, what to call it? So we actually, the reason behind getting into tea, not only do we know how to make a great tasting tea, tea and twisted tea, and it's not easy to make that at scale. You know, a still beverage and aluminum can is not easy technology. So Boston beer already has a pretty good um, methodology for making a great tasting nice tea. So we knew we had the right stuff. Um, but then tea, you know, teapot is designed to be the most accessible, non-intimidating cannabis brand uh, in the world. That's kind of our mantra. You know, we're trying to, to you know, destigmatize the plant, uh, create a easy to understand Great tasting product, doesn't smell or taste like weed. Uh, but pot can be really confusing, right? There's uppity weed, there's sleepy time weed, there's sure. all the stuff around rare cannabinoids now. Like it can be very confusing, particularly for a new consumer. And tea is a really interesting parallel, right? There's like daytime caffeinated teas. Yeah. And there's evening nighttime Camilla's sleepy style. time teas. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Right. You know, so alley. for example, so it's teapot, teapot is about pairing the right tea with the right pot for the right occasion. So we've got daytime black teas. So I got a lemon black tea, tastes great. But we also have an evening iced tea, a blueberry chamomile. We're launching a blackberry rooibos soon. Evening iced teas, no caffeine, indica strain that we infuse into it, oh, and it's brilliant. about relaxing and winding down. So, so we we like telling the story of of cannabis in terms of usage, uppity, relaxing, somewhere in the middle with tea. So that's you know it also is a nice educational vehicle for us. So that was the origin of the drink, and then you know. A hundred names later, then all of a sudden, bang! Someone said it in a meeting. We're like, "That's it, no more. Close the book. We'll call it Teapot." That's On to the next. So, awesome. So you yeah, were there. It started you with a great drink. That's great. Yeah, I, I, I was there. I, remember, I love it. I remember. We all said, "No, that's, that's it." Cool. Call Listen, it teapot. teapot, like you said, and then it, it, it makes the most sense because you know there's diff, there are different teas out there, and and tea is one of the you know most widely drank you know, for centuries in the, in the world, right? It's yeah. In the coffee, world too. Right. So it's the second most, second most popular drink after water. Yeah. Okay. Is it? I, I didn't, I didn't oh, yeah, realize in the world. Yeah. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. In the world. I mean, you look yeah. at other countries, that's all they, you know, drink, drink is, is tea. tea. Yeah. yeah. It, and so, I mean, it makes the most some, sense. sometimes, uh, sometimes when I'm deep in, uh, deep in some teapots, I think about like the spice trades of old and what else was on those, uh, Ooh, on yeah. those carts other than just tea, you know, but well, you know, you can also, the, I'm sure you guys are going to create, push mountains. <laughs> yes, create different uh, product lines off of that. When we come back, I want to ask more about, you know, why the shift into, you know, cannabis from, is it, is it, is it, is it strictly on a marketing level? It's kind of a talk one on one. We'll be right back after this break. Follow Blue at one Christopher Wright. Follow Joe Grande at Joe Grande 52. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website. CannabisTalk101.com It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Number one podcast for everything cannabis. I don't know if you guys see the latest edition of the Cannabis Talk magazine. It's got some great articles, very cool stories in it. You guys get yourself a hard copy today at a local dispensary or a smoke shop near you. And if they don't have it, you guys have them hit us up and request some copies. Or check out the magazine online at CannabisTalkMagazine.com and subscribe now. Paul Weaver, the head of cannabis and the director at the Boston Beer Company. Teddy, get off that table there. He's trying to get your breakfast over there, Daniel. Little fatty doggy. Uh, <laughs> dogs over here trying to jump up. Paul, this is such a cool thing that a major publicly traded company that's an established iconic in my head and book, uh, Cal- United States of America company that, you know, goes, wow, especially with the trulies that are just so well, popular. I mean, I mean you're you just see, yeah, you, your branding is, is as big as it gets, right? I mean, it's, it's up there with the Coors, the Budweiser's, everything. The Trulies are like, bam, up there, right? You guys, Boston Beer Company, you guys have major distribution all around this country, let alone the world, probably. So to be ahead of the curve and be the first company of your size and ability to jump into this cannabis game, was the company nervous, scared? And I know you guys are only launching in Canada right now, but what was that morale like? Well, you know, I can't speak for the morale before I joined the company. I can think about how I would project uh, what the response would be. But I will say, you know, having still been invited to the company sales conferences in Boston every year and getting a chance to meet the all the employees, there's a... There's a, a pretty strong culture fit, I think, in terms of the cannabis industry and Boston yeah. Beer. You know, I think Boston Beer Company at its core is about making high-quality products and really trying to lead the best-tasting product in every class that we participate in, whether that's tart teas or ciders or seltzers or beer. And so just this real excitement for what we could do if we apply our philosophy to the cannabis space. And listen, we're not naive. Like The reality is the next generation of of legal drinkers, but, you know, the, the newest generation of legal drinkers is has a very different relationship with alcohol than I had, than, than you had. And, you know, it's only good business to be in front of that curve. So the idea of being an innovative beverage company and anticipating the future needs of our drinkers, you know, it's just also smart business. So I think there's a good culture fit. And I, re- I saw that firsthand after I joined the company. And it's just sound business strategy to just be prepared for uh, the next next wave i have two thoughts i mean one is i think that the the actual um consumer of of beer truly they they also smoke or drink cannabis you know so i think it's going to go hand in yes. hand you, yes, know, you know right and more it's, people are choosing cannabis over alcohol well, the younger, like. well so and i think to go to paul's point is is the younger generation is not drinking as much yeah. because they've seen our parents and us uh, us, you. us and yeah us drinking and then now they're like, I'm not going to drink. I'm, I'd rather smoke, you know, or whatever. So I, th- I think there's more people that are obviously adopting the cannabis. I think it's so smart of the Boston Beer Company to see this curve coming because we've talked about it. Yeah. And the stats and facts are out there for you guys to take this leap is dope. I'm curious too, Paul, people around the office, as you're the head of the cannabis and the whole company, when you go back to Boston and have these corporate meetings or where you're that over there in Canada, and if it's other people, part of the Boston Beer Company, does everybody look at you and give you that, Hey, I smoke too. Look, and like, yeah, you're the you're cannabis, cannabis guy with the company. <laughs> Is it a little like nudge of hey? <laughs> you well, the I mean, you got exactly. the exact bottom line. Are you yeah. the dealer now for sure. the company? <laughs> well, you know, you, and you got you got to embrace the role too, you know. So I don't shy away from uh, from being offered too. So you know, you have it's you know, I think not just myself. I mean, we have a whole team of people that, that, that are behind teapot. And I think we take that responsibility really seriously, not to like bring it to a serious yeah, tone, but yeah, like yeah. there's not a lot of companies of our stature that are yeah. so explicitly participating in the cannabis space. And 
you know, just like Spidey, like that comes with some responsibility that you have to, you know, hold your grog. You have to make sure that you like are uh, a responsible stoner and you can, you know, be educating at all points, you know, like there's so many questions, so many questions. And it's up to us to be honest with the answers, um, not bullshit, you know, make sure that we've got facts behind how we educate our, our coworkers. You know, one of the cool things we did, I'm a parent, I got two kids. Uh, we created a parent's guide to cannabis for Boston beer parents. So Sweet. they could like how to talk to their kids about weed at various levels of their really? age. And wow. um, just like just being a responsible company and how we embrace this is just another new product class we're getting into. You know, it's maybe not as, maybe it's a little bit more extreme than what we got into cider, but it still requires education. It still requires um, uh, approaching it with an open mind and also just respecting to the fact that yes, like culturally clearly we're cool with, with pot, but like, that's not everybody. It's weed is not for everybody. So and neither it is comes alcohol. with a lot of delicacy. That, neither is tobacco, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's uh, alcohol. I have, I have a thought, you know, how do we get our hands on that education guide? Is that something that's already distributed? And uh, yeah, I'm so market. curious about that too. Yeah. I, I didn't see it. And I'd love to get our hands on that. Maybe share. Yeah. It cool, man. I'll send to you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of a, it's a little bit, it's not flashy. It's in like an HR text heavy guy, but it's cool. It's how to talk to like a toddler when they like, it, what's that smell? And then how to talk to a teenager that's like, you know, maybe brain health and the developing brain and, you know, being a little bit more fact driven in terms of why you should, you know, abstain until adulthood. So it tries to be honest with the facts and um, be responsible with the message. I'll send it to you after. Uh, after Please send it to us. And do, do you mind if we share it on the show? Like if we go through it and just talk to each other? Yeah, one by I'm, one? I'm sure I'm sure we can share it. There's nothing in there. that's provocative. Okay, perfect. Well, it's, even it's like if it was, it's, I wouldn't mind. It's a boring I'm, HR. I'm going to make it provocative. It's, it's, it's to be good. honest Joe's with you. Make it but you know what I mean? But that being said, though, I just don't want to share your guys' personal information that you guys came up with if you don't want us to. But I'd like to share no, with cool. our community to be like, dude, look well, what a major I, company came up with to talk to about their their kids. This is important. And I even think we might you know give it to our staff and maybe some of our graphic designs and put some graphics and make put it up online those, too make some of those flashy you know oh I mean, steal like it that. yeah rip it oh, off yeah. if yeah. you want to use that and make it your own like i think it's well, like no, it's, make it's it, not make a marketing it, tool it's uh it's hr yeah, I don't think they can really. But it could be a marketing tool. I mean, it's no, how I, you I talk to these sure, kids is big for out sure. there. It's like look what you know, you know, look what uh, you know, teapot's doing. Boom, and then you you give out information with it, and you kind of expose it to make it nice. Like, I think they should. I think it's huge. Yeah, yeah I, think I think you guys should do that social media wise because what Blue's describing is something that I would look at it and I would personally go, oh, what is it? What are they saying? How should you talk to a toddler, a fourteen year old, like 100%. you just said? And Paul, I agree. Like, there's everybody has different children at different ages, right? So when you have those breakdowns. Yeah. in there dude this is huge you know whether you think it or not in my opinion i'm like i want to get a hold of this and have our graphics design department go to town on it well <laughs> well it's funny i mean you guys wouldn't need it because you know i saw your office i saw your your compound i should call it that that, yeah. that you guys have got going on there so i don't think there's uh, a lot of uh, newbies there, but also it sparked a conversation that, you know, we should have an adult's guide to cannabis, like well, what's inhalation, what's ingestion, what's onset time, what's uh, what terpenes, the what newbie, are cannabinoids. Uh, yeah, like, the newbie adult listen, talk, I agree. I, listen, I can't agree with you more, Paul. I'll t- tell you that, you know, my, my mom, you know, for the first time exactly. got taught how to smoke from years ago from my pops, but, but I mean, like when she was reintroduced it, my, my, my nephew, um, who was, you know, 19 or 20 at the time was just like, here, here's an edible. And, you know, and gave her an edible that his buddy made that said it was, you know, 10 or 20 milligrams. And, you know, and she was over 200 there milligrams later. And they're like, yeah, go she's like, yeah, I don't yeah. feel nothing. We'll have a glass of wine. You'll be fine then. And then an hour and a half later, she's just like, oh, I'll never do that again. Yeah. And and again, that's the it's it's because and I'm like, mom, why would you do that? Like, why don't you call you're me? You're making me look bad. Yeah. Like you took the, the 19 year old, the 20 year olds, you know, well, he said he knows, you know, he's been working with your dad, your brother. And I'm like, OK, whatever, you know. And I, I think that it's it's important to kind of find that people I'm realizing that people don't have the education, you know, just because we know it so well, we've been involved in the cannabis industry for so yeah, long. We have, and sometimes we overlook that. It's an overlooked thing. I mean, it, it, we, 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 we'll, we'll we think everybody it. knows sometimes we think because knows. we know so, it so I mean, you well, guys have a, we just think it, it sucks. Your podcast is cannabis talk one oh one, right? And like yeah. how, how long, how long have you guys been doing this now? Like 15 years, four years, 15 years. Yeah. Like one oh one was 
you can PhD level now, right? You got to, what's yeah. 101 look like back <laughs> in the day. And it's a, it's a good reminder, right? Like with teapot, teapot is actually like, uh, you guys will love teapot because it just tastes good. It's a super crushable, non-carbonated flavor. Like how many milligrams is it? It's, it? But that's what I was going to get into it. It's five milligrams of THC. It's the low Perfect. dose Perfect. Perfect. sessionable love cannabis that. beverage that's Perfect. designed for you to be in complete control of the, and it's not, 100 milligrams it's not a macro dose it's uh, it's not going to like knock anyone on their ass but five milligrams of thc is a very modest amount of cannabis and it's a it's good for education it's good for control it's a couple on the beach it's a it's a perfect product for what we would call in the drinks biz sessionability meaning yeah. you can have a few and, and still be in control. still be good yeah um yeah how, how but, you know we make glassware for teapot on set yeah. and, how and on the glassware for teapot it's got a half mark too on it. So like even our glassware is designed as like an education. Oh, fantastic. You know, the, the, um, on the question, how fast is it hitting? Is it like a nanotechnology or is it, is it a, yeah, yeah. a it'll hit you, it'll hit you within minutes or as you drink it, or is it more of a, a delayed reaction on that drink? Yeah. I mean, most beverage cannabis beverages now use some level of nano encapsulation to create like a water soluble, cannabis input um and i'm sure that the science nerd on our podcast here are gonna start debating the nuance of language around water solubility but yes yeah. most cannabis drinks are a faster onset than a traditional edible i'd st i shy away from quoting uh, an onset time because frankly it's different for everybody everyone has their own metabolism and their own biochemistry and what you ate etc but faster than a traditional edible uh for me i start feeling it in 20 minutes usually is my my personal onset time but that's just me yeah. um but just like all edibles if it's your first time consuming weed you know start low go slow you know the nice yeah. thing about a cannabis drink is it's really prolonged you know it's not two bites of a weight you know you're sipping on a drink for 15, 20 minutes. So it's a little bit more of a, a ramp up too. like how many milligrams are you consuming in a single moment of time? But True. No, I, I, what, do I, I what about the calories? How many calories are we looking at? Well, it's different. You know, we've got these different teas for day and night, daytime teas, nighttime teas. Some have more sugar than others. Our lemon tea, which is the closest to twisted tea that you might be familiar with is hundred calories and five milligrams of THC. Uh, but our um, evening iced teas, which are designed to be consumed at night, you know, less calories, less sugar, about 35 calories uh, for those evening iced teas, because you don't want to like have just a super oh, sugary sure. drink and then go right to bed. So we try and be empathetic to like when you're consuming the product also. So no, everything's under hundred calories for the most part. I love that. Uh, the evening iced teas are a lot lower. Yeah. And can you heat them up, Paul? Oh yeah. Yeah. The cool thing is it's already decarbed. So you can heat up uh, a cannabis iced tea and, um, so you can have our blueberry chamomile or our blackberry rooibos warm, and it's just a lovely nightcap. Uh, Why do I want to try you know, one tonight? So bad. I can't believe I'm craving it, dude. I'm sitting here craving this stupid fucking drink that's in Canada right now. Damn you! So right now. So right it's now, it's harder to smuggle those too because it's a you, know, you can't cross oh, totally. the border with that much yeah. liquid in your oh, just, in your backpack. Oh, we're gonna just <laughs> we're just gonna pour it into a you know. You're just gonna mail us some. Smell us a box of water, or better oh, yet, yet uh, Ellie's out, out there. We'll send it to I Ellie. Got, I got. We have somebody in Canada right now that's coming back. Oh, he'll pick it up from you tomorrow. That's yeah. so Smoking funny. the bandit style. Exactly. We're gonna take a break real quick. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do the high five with Paul Weaver. Nothing makes me happier than seeing a monster company like the Boston Beer Company jump into the game head first as we're talking to the head of the cannabis and the director at Boston Beer Company. I can't wait to hear his high five. Most of these cats shy down. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back, we'll be back after, after this after break. break. Oh man, what's the high five? <laughs> Leave that on there. Oh man, what's the high five? It's simple, Paul. Just five simple <laughs> You want to hear your name shouted out live on the show? Call us anytime. 1-800-420-1980. And leave us a voicemail. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B &B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia movement that inspires. Call 800-334-Q for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. This is Neil Strauss. 
host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. found yourself caught up but you know a lot of people need a lawyer for this for that for that for this if you need help out though you guys call my man and our man our attorney freddie sage at the fox firm he has over 20 years of experience and has become one of the best known criminal defense firms and cannabis law attorneys in the state of california from low-level misdemeanors to high-level felonies and any matters related to cannabis in between you guys the fox firms the fox firm offers a free initial consultation on all legal matters Call him now, 310-877-5033, or check out the website, thefoxfirm.com, with two X's. Go ahead and hit Freddie up. Miss you, Freddie. I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, man. Paul Weaver, head of cannabis and the director of Boston Beer Company. We're going to get to the high five, but you've had an interesting career, man. I uh, am intrigued of what you're doing with the Boston Beer Company. But I'm just so curious, and let's go back one company with Canopy Growth, another publicly traded cannabis company. Yes. Which, you know, you come, you're with a monster, you come from a monster in the cannabis space, back and you come from a monster in the beverage space at Coors. I mean, you were with Coors, you weren't with fucking some, you know what I mean? It's, it's Coors. Coors. Yeah, it's Monster. <laughs> What did you do at Canopy Growth? Just hang out with monsters, man. That's, yeah, that's all I, I and do. I love just, it, dude. Uh, hey, Paul, hang out with monsters. it's a great, it's a great resume, dude. You, you're hey, a heavyweight. You yeah. know what I mean? And I recognize it, and I see it, and I respect Monster, it. I mean, you know, you, you don't just head. get to go from Coors to Canopy no. to to Boston Beer Company. You got to have a talent, man. So you're a talented individual. Your resume speaks for itself. Uh -huh. What were you doing at Canopy Growth, and how did you like it there? Because it's such a big company in this space. You know, that thank you for asking that question, because uh, I think uh, I feel really privileged to have worked at Canopy Growth Corporation, and it was some very formative years for me in, in the cannabis industry. Um, I was the head of their product innovation team for about three years, uh, had a, just a really engaged, passionate team of people focused on everything from vapes to chocolates to drinks to pre-rolled joints. Um, celebrity partnerships, the whole gamut of kind of what Big Weed uh, thought it could become. Sure. Um, and, you know, the journey that Canopy's on is very different now than when I was there. But uh, you did feel a tremendous sense of responsibility that the fate of the cannabis industry was on your shoulders. And when I left Canopy, you realize the cannabis industry is a lot bigger than any one company, a lot bigger than any one individual. And, um, you can kind of get that sense that your bubble is just you. So uh, it was a really important time for me in, in my career. And I learned so much. The people were uh, the best. You know, I think there's uh, a lot of uh, second guessing about the investments made into that company and what exactly they were, uh, you know, companies like Constellation were investing behind it. What I think they were really investing behind was the people. And the people at Canopy Growth were, and those that I know that are still there are some of the smartest, most um, well-intentioned people in the cannabis industry. And it's just very difficult to kind of manage the, the sense of responsibility with the reality of this really being a, a shared industry and one that is, you know, never going to go as we had planned. So, no, it was, uh, it was a crazy time. I learned so much. Uh, and, yeah, it was 
every day felt like a like a month. So it was it it, it burns it burns we a call lot it of people dog years. Yeah. You know, cannabis is in dog, the dog years. years. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we always call totally. it. I can feel that way too. Yeah, it yeah. Like it's 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 weird because it, it's like we we see so much happen. I mean, um, it, and if we're going back in you know ten years in this industry, right? I mean, the laws are changing every single day. Um, there's new, there's new regulations, there's new guidelines, there's new everything, packaging, yeah. there's new, you know, um, you know, everything, you know, and, and, and I, it, it has new way to, to deliver you know, new way to pick up this new way to handle that. Like, yeah. to, and, and, and I, and I call it, you know, a lot of times people get, you know, caught in the lights because they're chasing this light, they're chasing that light they're ch And there's so many lights out there that are shiny objects that are moving that it's like, damn, you got to stay focused on your lane. Um, you know, speaking of your guys's lanes at teapot. Do you plan on doing raw tea as well? Like where I could dip it in and, and just have, you know, boxes of tea uh, with some of these flavors as well? Or is it just going to be a can that hits the market and, and, and rolls out? Well, first, the cool thing about teapot is there's an endless amount of tea and there's an endless amount of pot. And we can find lots of ways to, to combine those two. So I would never say never. Um, we also are like focused on what's our core competency as the company. You know, we make ready to drink beverages. Uh, better than anybody. So I do know our lane to your say and like what's our lane and what's our value that we can bring. You know, you said like the, the cannabis industry is always changing and there's the logos that are changing or the mark packaging laws are changing or the um, advertising laws are changing, but at its core is still a winning product, a great tasting product or a great high or a great piece of flour. And we think we can make a great tasting drink better than anybody. And, you know, if we can make a great tasting, you know, tea bag that does the same types of effects or is just as uh, competitive, then sure, let's do it. But, yeah. you know, our core, we're a ready to drink beverage company. Yeah. Like and it. Paul, let me ask you, how many tea bags have you had at one setting? <laughs> This guy, this, don't, don't. I mean, teapots or teabags? Oh, sorry, I don't, meant teapots. Yeah, you, that's a different conversation. Let, a different trip. Trip. And that was a college question for you. I'm bringing back your college years, not the teabags. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the teapot. Sorry, I wasn't. I wasn't in the frats, guys. Oh, this guy, he fully was. You know me. I always try to slide something in there, dog, to have some fun, especially when it's three dudes. I mean, don't get me started. But seriously, how many drinks have you had? To where you're like, okay, whoa, I tried five or three. I mean, was what was the, that limit to where either you just stopped because you didn't want the calories, you were too high? What, I mean, what, what was your limit so far? You took down a six pack. Oh, I've I can take down a six pack teapot. That's not, that's not a challenge. Yeah. But uh, no, I would say probably that six teapot is probably enough where I'm like, all right, that, that's too many. That's too many teapots. You know, yeah. I think uh, product development in weed is really funny. When you do product development in beer, you know, sip, 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 and you, you know, you're good to go. But when you do product development in cannabis, it actually this is the same for flour or gummies or drinks, but later on in the session, the more huh. intense the debates <laughs> become imagine. because yeah. everyone's slowly getting more high and slowly yeah. getting more paranoid and slowly getting more internal with their thoughts. So product development in cannabis when you're <laughs> Can you consuming that, is right? I can totally imagine that. Dude, I could, yeah. oh, when you're saying that, I, Paul, so I just funny. see your face like, oh, you really lived it. Oh, and you, exactly. You, you went through oh, that. No, we, we, that make, Paul we actually make rules. Like like we, we, <laughs> yeah, we won't make strategic decisions uh, after sampling because yeah. we're all of a sudden like <laughs> second guessing our strategies. Like, no, no, like this is. We have to come go, back to this. Let's just mark them, put, put all these ideas on the wall and tomorrow we'll decide. Yeah, let's come yeah, back to yeah, this. I, I have my ideas. I call them ideas. 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 I'm still in that. Paul, you got that from me. Ideas. You got any great ideas? Ideas I got from you? That's uh, a great I'll idea. Just kill, like two thirds of them don't make it past the next day. But idea. That's oh, that's wonderful. I think we're gonna start using that on the show. So, what's your amazing. great idea? Oh, I love it. I mean, I think we need to have that as like a question. Like, what's wanna, been your I, great idea? Because just think about it. How many ideas <laughs> have we come up with high as a kite? You know what I mean? And then never execute What's them. your idea? I mean, I used to think of... I, could, I have I could, an idea. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> point is I can come up with a few things that I've thought of in my time. Oh, that is I've so fun. Well, yeah. Well, can Paul, I tell you my my favorite idea for 2024? Please. Yeah. It's pretty apropos given this, given this son is kind of like doing this to me. I face. love that you're just so, like, um, yeah, character. In in, uh, in April uh, of this year is the first total solar eclipse uh, in Toronto since 1979, the whole city is going to go black from two to four. 
I'm going to um, be there. And Toronto. And I so was there. Listen, we want, you know, I, I'm sorry. I was there when the, when they had the eclipse and that, and they go to that little, that little uh, point, um, in the water right there, they walk out to that point. I don't know. And, and we, you watch the eclipse happen. You know, what I'm oh, talking, that's sick. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know that. Okay. There's a, there's a place, but go ahead. I, I was actually there in uh, Toronto. Yeah. It's oh, in, no. Not in Toronto. And they were having it in, um, what's the one that's right by Chicago or, uh, uh, when you or Illinois, when you cross over, Detroit, is that Detroit? Chicago, yeah, right there Michigan. off of Detroit. There's oh yeah, like, yeah. In Detroit, it was oh, the in, lake. There was a Detroit lake right Michigan. on the other side of Detroit. Yeah, and then there, when you go, in, when you go into, um, when you actually go into Canada, there's a, um, there's a little point right there that you go out to, and they have and that you whole, watch this eclipse. eclipse. Yeah, wow. I saw it ten years ago. That's crazy. You're saying this. So, so what's your so, idea? Yeah. So we're doing so we're doing a total solar eclipse, not just like a, a lunar eclipse, but like the actual like crazy moments where everyone in the whole country is looking up at the same time. And uh, so we, I'm looking at right now, we rented the highest room in North America at the CN tower for a teapot viewing party for the solar eclipse, because what better place to be the highest point in North America. Than Look at the top you of the planning ahead. The solar eclipse. Can we come? <laughs> can, can we join you? I'd, I'd yeah. love to join you on that. All right. All right. I got two seats waiting for you. Guys. Ser- seriously. Seriously. I'm, I'm going to take it. It's my birthday too. April. What? What's the date? April 8th. Yeah, I'm the 27th, so it'll be a it'll nice be a pre-party birthday. for yeah, us to I'll, have. I'll book my flight when we're yeah, done. Yeah, that counts. That I counts like that. I like that. Well, uh, Paul, we're about to get to the high five now. I want to thank everybody around here that makes this happen, from Adrian to Amy, Automatic, uh, Andrea, Amir, Magazine, Mondo, Michele, Elizabeth, Teddy, the Show Dog, Ice Dog, Zeus, Daniel, Diego, Lupita, Logan, Gary, Carly, Connor, Cam, Beach Bar, Salar, Brandon, Ellie, Muffins, Hudson, Sunday, OG, Skinny, Ruby, Goldie, Brother Pitts, and everybody else around Andrea. here. We know Andrea. Thank you, Mark Carnes, Chris Frankino, Jennifer, Erica, and Elvis. Thank you guys so much for doing what you do. Have you heard the song Mark Carnes made that's about to I go did. viral? Oh my God. It's, it's about to go crazy it, it's viral. It's going to go viral. It's, that I, one's I, a hit. I guarantee it. That, I, I guarantee and he's it. singing on it. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't realize that. We no, have, watch this, Paul. We have a friend that made a song. Hear me now, believe me later. It's going to go so crazy we'll viral. Show, yeah, we'll though. show you afterwards. It's not appropriate for this. It's show. not appropriate. It's just so random left field, but I was like, and I heard it again. I was like, oh, that's so it's viral. Gone. Yeah, it's, it's going. going. It's I want to help him do it. Yeah. Me too. We got to do gonna, something. I'm going to put it. It's so stupid. It. Well, it's now Paul time Big. for the high five. Paul Weaver, head of cannabis and the director of Boston Beer Company over there. He's the head of. Ca- I think that's just so yeah. fucking cool. What a title. The head of cannabis at the Boston Beer Company. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got to be the coolest T-pop. cat from fucking Boston that grew up and then would go see your parents and then to go back to Arizona. And they're like, what? You're doing what, Paul? You're with Coors Canopy. Now you're with them. You're living the life, Doc. You're a local legend. I love it. Paul, question number one. My, par- my, par- my parents are stoners. Are they really? Stoner, stoner advocates now in Arizona. So, yeah, they're, the, they're, they're, they're the, the loudest advocates you're going to meet now. So. Yeah, I love it. That's Did you have to convince other people to become advocates, or were they already that before you took the job there? Because you were at Canopy Growth before that. So, You know, I think, I think people were silently quite passionate about it and now realize that they can be more vocal and, and be a little bit more championing the cause because i do think those that really find uh stab- stability in this crazy industry do so because it's almost like a non-profit it's like a, it's like an advocacy kind of role when you're when you're leading the cannabis so no i think everyone that, that that works in weed has a little bit of a little bit of advocacy in them yeah i think we're preaching to yeah. everybody question number one paul the oh, high yeah. five how old are you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from yeah i was super old because i uh uh, grew up in Arizona, my my hometown, Mesa, Arizona, the most conservative city in America, yeah, according to USA great Today. Place. Mesa, wow. And place. then uh, I, I, I went to Arizona Mesa. State, which is a drinking school with a football problem, as I said. So not until I moved to Canada. So I was 27. I moved up here and no been a you know, drinker my whole life, not a, not a cannabis consumer. So late 20s, I was at a campfire and uh, I thought, uh, you know, what better place to try weed for the first time than my new friends up here in Canada by a campfire. And what happened? The guys were just there. Girls were there. Paint the picture a little more for me. I'm so curious. What made you break in at that uh-huh. age at a campfire? Like, you know, you're an older man now, not older, but 27. You're older than the 25 <laughs> mark. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to try this yeah. that, that's around everywhere. You who, know, I who think just it to you? Cute girl. The context cook- was right. That the, the co- No, it was a bunch of dudes. Just me and my buddies just by the campfire. So nice, nice, nice familiar setting. Nice, safe space. Uh, I was paranoid about drug testing, which they don't really do here in Canada. So I was convinced that that wasn't going to be an issue. And uh, yeah, gave my first, uh, first puff and then, you know, down the rabbit hole I went. That's good. <laughs> Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? 
well, drinking weed is definitely the righteous path for me. You know, I think I'm a pot, I'm a joint smoker historically. And, you know, I think lung health, I think smoker in general is something we should all like slightly dial back. So, you know, cannabis drinks beverage is the one that fits the most with my lifestyle. You know, I can have a beverage, doesn't stink up my house, doesn't disrupt the party. So cannabis drinks is still uh, the the one, obviously, that I would be preaching Although a, a drink and a smoke is just amazing, you know. I mean, get a teapot <laughs> and a nice to, joint. It used to be for me, you know. I used to Give love this guy a cigarette that, and a boy. truly, boy. Oh, man. He's got a truly in one hand and a man. cigarette in the other. And maybe a puff of this and that. Man. Question number three, Paul. Craziest place you ever used, drink, or smoked cannabis? He's all at work. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think the right answer relative to uh, uh, this being I'm on the clock here. You know, I, <laughs> He's like, I don't want them to, to hear uh, this. <laughs> you know, I've had a chance to uh, uh, do some weird celebrity pot interactions. And I remember I was in Montreal for uh, a conference and Snoop Dogg was DJing and like at this big party. And uh, I, I was invited backstage with this type of kind of celebrity crew. And I'm like, just super baked and then out of my mind uh, and then someone passes me a joint to look up and it was the lead singer of um arcade fire who lives in montreal and nice joint and i fumble it and it no. falls to the ground and he just likes looks and he just walks away and i was like all right i guess i'm not rookie cut yeah, out for celebrity he just but, walked yeah, away so uh, i remember that being a pretty, pretty dude isn't that the worst moment part. paul you're like no it's just a slow yeah. motion poof, poof. no and he's like, you know, none yeah. of us are going to put that in our mouth now, right? Yeah. Bro? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Probably for the joint. best. It's a $500 joint. Paul's all, fuck it. It's mine now. To yeah. the head. Just picked it up as quick yeah. as possible. No, started talking. I definitely up. felt pretty cool right until that moment. Yeah. yeah. I no that's, a, that's an amazing story, man. Uh, question number four of the high five. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Right now, I'm really digging Costco salsa. Mm. So right now, my, the green my, one or I the red go, one? Because they have that bear today. One we have the same ones here in Canada. It's it's like cantina style. It's really heavy on the cilantro. Mm. I could just eat like chips and salsa for like an hour straight. Oh yeah, so I want that salsa. That. I want to do that from I, Costco. I, I it comes in like a huge yeah. huge jug, and I got to like yeah. So I would say chips and salsa is chips the go better. Go chips like, and salsa go gooder than I could be drinking a protein shake. I'm like, can I get some chips and protein? <laughs> I've been juicing Paul for four days straight. No, he hasn't had any food. No food for four days straight. <laughs> and I could tell you, uh, chips and salsa is like one of my. Uh, you ever tried it with sour yeah. cream? Oh, come on now! Oh. I just put sour cream oh, on my just, beans just, earlier. Like just salsa and sour cream. Yeah, salsa, sour cream, and and a chip. Oh yeah, you okay. gotta try that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Question the number five of the high five: Paul Weaver, the head of cannabis at the Boston Beer Company. You guys go check out their new product in Canada. Of course, right now you can get it. It is called Teapot, and if you're in Canada, you can take it wherever you want. Good yeah. luck. But that's where it's at right now. But I'm sure it'll be on a shelf soon. Near you. you know what I mean, it'll be there near you soon. And request it. Whatever and, yeah, state country you're in, guys. We, we got to get this out, it. and they have the power to get it out. So that's going to be good. But we'll Paul, them. if you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Dead or alive, smoke cannabis. You know, I think the right answer to that question, because I'm a bit of a, of a space nerd, would be like Carl Sagan. I think if you were to just get super baked with Carl Sagan, who I knew smoked weed, and just like let him blow your mind for like a, a straight hour, like I, I think that's a good answer, you know? Carl who Sagan. is that again? I, I've heard the name a little bit, but I don't, it's not fully coming the whole picture. Who is this? Oh, Carl Sagan, bro. He was the host of Cosmos. He was like, you know, that Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know that guy? Neil deGrasse Tyson, like the astronomer. I've heard no. of it. Okay. Yeah. He's like a famous astronomer slash philosopher. Go on YouTube, look up Carl Sagan. I was, I was hoping our, our team uh, drink would have done Well, they can't because he's on the same uh, computer. Oh, oh, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I have to, actually. I'm the, I'm the one lagging over here. Carl Sagan, huh? Oh, wow. When did you become a nerd like that? You know, my dad had this Carl Sagan book called Cosmos. You know, he wrote the movie Contact. You've ever seen Contact? He's uh, just a, a good like philosopher, astronomer. You know, it really makes you think about your place in the universe. And yeah. It's very humbling and it's good. It's good stoner stoner content. Yeah. Carl Edward Sagan, American astronaut. Yeah, okay. I like this guy. Interesting. Hmm. From Brooklyn, New York, yeah. huh? Oh, dude, put it on put it on Cosmos on YouTube. Not the new one, the old one. The Carl Sagan Cosmos. Yeah, I see on the movie YouTube, here the whole too. Series Cosmos nineteen eighty. Yeah, check yeah, check it out. That's what's worth watching at even that old, huh? 
You know, some, so, some, some, of, yeah, some of the movies out there are, you know, when when you watch them again now. Goonies is still a fun, yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Goonies. When is you great. see Goonies on, you're yeah. like, stand Chuck, by me, stand by me, stand, stand by, by me. me. Still holds it down. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, the, those eighty. There's some good ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Paul, so, is there anything that we forgot to mention, brother, that you want to talk about? With the, well, you know what, I want to ask you because we kind of said this. When can people in California, Michigan? Uh, you know, New York. When can other states expect, and how hard of a rollout is that for you guys? Your product, and Let's when can they it. see? I got a you know, white label it right now. Let's go. <laughs> okay, connect me with your white labeler, and we'll chat. But uh, no, I think you know there's still a lot that has to happen uh, at the federal level, um, even if it's uh, some sort of rescheduling, sort of banking access, or a new farm bill. So we're we're anxious to see how things unfold this year in Washington and. Um, the nice thing about cannabis is it ain't going anywhere. Every day, more and more people are uh, learning about it, expanding their use, and the next generation of drinkers is is already on, on our side. So, you know, I can't say it's tomorrow, but we're working on it, and that's our goal is to launch Teapot in America. That's why we're doing this thing to begin with. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, man. I can't wait for it to be a household name, Paul, because your company, you're doing a great job with it. I can't yeah. wait to and meet thank you, you in person. Thank you guys and your whole team for us, man. I mean, we, we're we looking for, you know, the the quality of companies to get involved exactly. like this. I mean, you know, we, we need it. We, we understand it. It's like why iHeart gets behind us. Um, you know, we, we need big, you know, brand companies that have operators that know how to run businesses and and I'm not saying that, that the cannabis industry doesn't have that. I'm just saying that there there has been a lack of it in some places. And, uh, you know, you know, stepping into the market's going to help us all. So we appreciate that, uh, you know, from our staff to yours, man. You there? Oh, my pleasure, man. I love I love cannabis and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't choose a different route. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this, if no one else loves you, we, we do. do. Follow Cannabis Talk 101 on all social media at Cannabis Talk 101. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Cannabis Talk 101 now. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.